Hi everyone, Vincent here, and I just want to drop a quick podcast because I've read a very interesting article on the website makeuseof.com about online dating and about how it's evolving and how we are now getting to experience new features. So if you're somebody who's tried online dating in the past and you hated it, maybe you were unsuccessful, maybe you just didn't like the limited options available to you, give this podcast on dropping right now a listen and understand the new features which are being implemented into online dating. And let me know in YouTube comments how you feel about them because I was quite impressed by some of the things which are now being implemented. So I'm going to read through this article. I'm going to give my own opinions. I'm probably not going to read every single element from this website. So please check it out if you want to read the article in full. But here we go. So this article is actually referred to as four dating app features that enhance the online dating experience. I'm going to be focusing on three of those. So let me just read through what we have here. So number one is video profiles, adding a personal touch. Now, this is something I often wondered why we didn't have even back in the day. I'm sure it was possible to implement. Maybe it was something like a bandwidth problem. I don't know. But certainly something like an audio profile would have been absolutely excellent just to get a feel for the type of person you're about to message by listening to how they sound and what they say. However, I always thought video would be the ultimate leap with this. And this now seems to be happening. So the article reads... With online dating, conveying your true personality through a handful of carefully curated photos and a short bio becomes more challenging. Recognising this, more dating apps have introduced video profiles that allow users to upload short video clips of themselves. With this, users can showcase more of their personality on their profile and demonstrate their passions. This gives potential matches a more authentic glimpse into their lives. Now, I know that a few years ago, I think Tinder allowed you to upload something really, really short. It was almost just like a GIF, if I remember correctly. But things are evolving and growing. So in this article, it says one example is Bumble. Bumble's BumbleVid feature, which users can use to add short videos to their profiles. Whether it's a clip of them engaging in a favourite hobby, talking about their interests like their favourite artists, or simply sharing a heartfelt message, these videos humanise the dating experience. By adding a personal touch, video profiles offer a more dynamic and interactive way for users to connect, leading to more meaningful conversations and potentially stronger relationships. Now, interestingly, one of the things we're not mentioning in this article that I think is huge is along the lines of safety and catfishing. When you're trying to decide whether you want to message somebody, whether you should be responding to somebody, whether or not you should be meeting somebody, you want to have as much information to make that judgment as possible. Now, of course, people have been able to swap numbers forever. People have been able to make an audio call or even a video call for a while now through the actual apps. But this makes it even more accessible so that you can make that judgment call before you even interact. Does this person seem real? Does this person seem like they actually look like their photos? It's going to be more difficult, not impossible, I'm sure, but more difficult to fake a video, you know, to present yourself in a way which isn't accurate. Unfortunately, photos, even if they are really of the person, could, for instance, be very old, or alternatively, they could have been photoshopped, edited. You know what I'm saying with all of these filters. I would suggest that a video is more difficult to do that with. I know it's probably not impossible, 
but it's going to likely be more authentic. And therefore, if you view a video of somebody, you're going to get a better feel for them in comparison to even what they've wrote, let alone what their photos look like. So I think this is a really good step in the right direction. Now, I think this is going to be good for safety. I think this is going to be better to create good matches. And I do think this is a way that in the future, every single app will be like this just from me off. So now let's look at the second option that I'm going to take from this article about new online dating features. And I really like this one as well. And this is secret feedback, fostering connections. So integrating feedback into a dating app mechanism is also a trend that's on the rise, although slightly trickier to implement. So in essence, this is where people can, you know, what it says on the tin, you know, they give their feedback to the app about how the experience has been on a date. So let me just read a little more. To create a more well-rounded dating experience, some apps have introduced features but encourage users to give feedback on their date after the event is over. For example, if you had a great date with someone but don't intend to pursue things further with them, you can let the dating apps teams know. They will then work on matching you with somebody based on that feedback. This fosters a sense of trust between the app itself and its users. Hinge's We Met feature is a prime example of this concept. Once two members have matched and they've gone on a first date, they can privately confirm the date and share how it went with the Hinge team. This feedback helps Hinge curate better matches and ensure users have a positive dating experience. It also encourages users to actively participate in the dating process. Again, something which was very much just brushed over there, in my opinion, is the safety factor. Now, I think what is really big about giving feedback on a date is if somebody gets too much negative feedback, they should be kicked off the app. And if it's something particularly bad, maybe the app's team could actually contact the relevant authorities, God forbid, if something terrible took place. Although if you are in that experience, if you go through something really, really bad, I would suggest you contact the authorities yourself rather than obviously deciding to give feedback to the app as a first priority. But you know what I'm saying. I think that safety could be really enhanced by this if people were to know that when you go on a date, people are going to be giving a review of you back to the site. Not only, as it mentioned in the article, could it create better matches potentially, but if somebody's behaving badly, that person could be warned, they could be kicked off the app. But maybe if they've had a lot of negative feedback, it's not necessarily illegal or anything, but they're just not performing well on the dates. Maybe even the app could give some hints, tips and advice to the user who has had many unfortunate feedbacks about them. You know, that's just a thought for me that I'm thinking could be something which happens in the future. So now let's get into the third and final element where I'm going to be reading to you from this article. And this is AI-powered recommendations personalized matches. Now this is really good as well, in my opinion, but not completely new. You know, we can look back to places like eHarmony, who was doing their own thing with their personalized matches based on you answering, it felt like hundreds of questions back in the day. And also there are other apps now that use those types of features where they try to really delve deep into you and your personality. However, this is slightly different. It is based upon more sophisticated AI. And it says, AI has become a game changer in many industries, including in the realm of online dating. By leveraging AI algorithms, apps can offer personalized match recommendations based on users' preferences, behavior, and interactions. This technology maximizes the chances of finding a compatible partner and streamlines the search process. 
Apps like Iris Dating utilize AI to analyze user data, understand their preferences, and suggest potential matches accordingly. By providing tailored suggestions, users are more likely to connect with others with similar interests and values. This increases the likelihood of finding someone you like and boosts the overall dating app experience by matching you with more compatible folk. Now, like I just said, this is something which in different incarnations has been already implemented for many years. I believe eHarmony probably started the ball rolling with this. Maybe there was something before it, but my memory would suggest it was eHarmony. But it's more sophisticated now. It's going to be more accurate and hopefully it's going to provide better matches. I mean, let me know in YouTube comments what you think. Are you somebody who enjoys online dating? Are you somebody who had an experience and didn't really like it, didn't really get much out of it and thought, I'm never going to use this again. But maybe now, maybe now you might dip your toe back in because you're kind of intrigued by these new elements. You know, let me know in YouTube comments what you think. What I would say is that it's great that things are moving forward. I always suggest that people move forward, but businesses need to as well. Experiences need to as well. If you stand still, you're actually going backwards. So it's wonderful to see and to hear that new elements have been implemented into dating apps by the month, by the year, moving things forward. So if you haven't enjoyed an experience a year or two ago, maybe it's now time for you to dip your toe back in. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Let me know in YouTube comments what you think and I'll drop another podcast soon.